Hello and welcome to the Lewis and Kyle Show, an interview podcast where Lewis and I bring on the people that have the answers to the questions that we are asking ourselves. Whether that be how to make money online, how to grow an audience, how to do real estate, how to market, running a show, or just generally living an unconventional life. We bring these people on to learn what they've done and how they've done it in order to share that advice with you all. Lewis, who do we have on the show today? This was a really fun episode. We brought on my friend Ryan from high school. Uh, We competed against each other in speech and debate. He is a YouTuber under the name Scrubby, which he shares the etymology of early in the episode, so no need to be confused like I was. Anyway, he has 1.8 million subscribers on his main channel, another million or so on his secondary channel, and then another 60,000 on his third quote-unquote trash channel. He's a super fun guy because his YouTube is all about comedy. He makes reaction videos in the commentary space, watches people do crazy stuff on the internet, and just cracks some jokes about it. So we bring him on to ask him how he grew his channel, how he stays productive on that channel, how he is successful on YouTube, and his advice for anybody else interested in creating videos or running another content-based business. It's a super fun episode, a lot more casual than some of the previous conversations we've had, a lot more fun, a lot more jokes, and I think you all will really enjoy it. So with that, we're going to cut to the episode. Hey, everybody. Today, we're bringing on Ryan Bauer, more commonly known on YouTube as Scrubby, for his reaction and other comedic videos. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for coming on with us. Uh, thank you for having me on, man. It's been a while. Figure this is a good way to catch up and hear the full story in a more uh, for- formal, informal setting. No, nah, I got you. I got uh, you. This is a lot of storytelling. I, anytime. Perfect, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with, because I really don't know. I only found out about your YouTube channel maybe a year or two ago when you already had some massive success. But when did this kind of passion start for you? When did you want to be a YouTuber? When did that first become a thing so i was like i always wanted to be a professional gamer is what i wanted to do but i would like post tutorials on youtube and then when i went to college i was playing a ton of overwatch and i got a channel that got like forty thousand subscribers just making overwatch tutorials like literally like how to play the game in a strategic way and then i made a video making fun of this like crazy girl i found and it got three million views and so i was like all right i guess i'm doing this now so i just deleted all my overwatch videos and started doing that and then a couple months after that i got another video with a couple million views. And then like I collabed with another YouTuber who had a million subs and it was just from there. So were you scrubby when you were playing Overwatch and like yeah. making strategy videos? You yeah, had the same name the, same the whole name, time? Everything. Mm-hmm. Man, okay, cool. But that was What's the meaning of that name? It's just like people call you a scrub when you're bad at video games. So I just <laughs> added a B to the end of it, like the BY, cause right. why not? I don't know, That's it's cool. not really that deep. People act like there's like some big meaning behind it. It's not, it's just dumb. Yeah, we had a, yeah. a rapper on here from Thailand, Yeah, uh, a Thai Korean rapper, mm-hmm. and his name's Lil Kimchi. And we were like, what does that mean? He <laughs> goes, like, you know kimchi, cool? the Korean food? It's like that, but gangster. And we're like, that's, that's it. <laughs> so that's where, that's where the G comes from. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So Scrub, super scrubby. So there you go. Okay, so what are some of the channels that like inspired you to get on YouTube in the first place? I mean, I didn't, it's like in particular, like CNanners was the first person I ever watched back when like Modern Warfare 2 was really big. He was like sure. the first YouTuber I ever watched. And then like, obviously some people, the same format is like Leafy. I didn't really like want to be Leafy, but I'm not, it's, the format's really similar. Like I can't deny that. I'm like Cody Co, all those guys. Yeah, um, I love Cody Co. Yeah, Cody and Noel are the funniest. I think Noel is the is like he's funnier when they're together. In my opinion. yeah, 
No, they're, I don't like, they are ridiculously funny. There's nobody even close. Like they're like a level yeah, and everybody that's else. Cringes yeah. are so funny. Yep, yep. The girl to find is like the, my favorite video on YouTube. Mm. That's my go-to. I would say like, they're my biggest inspiration now, but like before it used to be like leafy and then the gaming stuff was like C-Nanners, like yeah. all that type of stuff. Yeah. So when you started, like you said you hit 3 million views off that one video when you had 40,000 subscribers like what's the progression after there is it just like a rocket or how does that look so actually what ended up happening is like the the first boost i got to forty thousand. like a couple of it was from overwatch and then that video while it was getting three million views i got like forty thousand in a week and then the next video that blew up was like do you remember little tay the girl that was like mm -hmm. crazy with the money that was a super trending topic so i had a video blow up from that and then because it was so trending nobody who had was seeing the video I'd ever seen me before. So like 300,000 subscribers in two weeks. Oh my goodness. And then, you know, now like if I get a 5 million view video, like I might gain 100,000. But like, because I was so new, nobody knew who I was. So everybody that was seeing it, like that liked it was subscribing for the first time. That's crazy. Yeah. And it, it has a lot to do with like the way the, the algo like mm -hmm. sends your videos to different people too, right? Like, yeah. 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 Kyle and I just uploaded our first interviews on YouTube. We've just been putting them on the podcast players, but now YouTube is I'm put, putting people them on there. underestimate YouTube, man. Yeah. I'm telling I mean, you, yeah. We got about eight views across the channel because I just put them up yesterday, the day before, and haven't publicized it anywhere. Yeah, but, you no, know. The, the bigger the backlog gets too, the way exactly. more you get promoted, like the older your channel. Yeah, it just takes time. This is episode 19, 20, or 21, depending on what order I published the interviews we just did. Do you guys uh, just like do it weekly? Like, that's our, that's the goal to do like yeah. put put out one more or less every Tuesday. Oh, we put out like seven the first two weeks though. Yeah, we went yeah nuts. just to kind of get like a slow, nice log of content for people to watch. Oh, exactly, and yeah. to like learn the kinks of talking to people and not sounding like talking scrubs. for 40 minutes is hard yeah that's why we ask hard. it's yeah. not we ask questions for like two minutes net and then it's just someone else talking for the other 38 yeah yeah you'd be surprised it's it's really easy sometimes and mm -hmm. like we'll put together a list of questions for every episode and sometimes we'll get to like one and a half questions and just because like they're just talk and talk and talk yeah exactly yeah. and we exactly. like that it's just it just depends on on what what happens yeah yeah, so I'm sure some people it's got to be like pulling teeth though, like where you're just like, come on, give yeah, us some right. more. Yeah. yeah, like right now. Yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm probably let down. No, I'm joking. That's funny. So let's uh, a question I have for you is about your work process. What goes into making a video now? Uh, so now, like, I, I like my videos to feel pretty just like I'm sitting with somebody making fun of something. Like, I don't want it to feel like yeah. a super high edited, like, video. I feel like it's meant to be something that's on, on like, a secondary, not like a, your full yeah. attention for your videos, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know and if like, that's an even, insulting thing to say or not, but I feel like no, it's something no, like, like I get you watch comments you do homework, you, like, yeah. text, you do exactly. Instagram, but, like, you're being funny in the background and you kind and of... And I'm fine yeah. with that. Like, I still get views. Like, you're not going to insult me. But I think <laughs> if people are into it, like, right now, I'll record for 15 minutes just my live reaction to, like, five minutes of footage and I'll just send it to an editor. So that's the scrubby channel. And then like the, the other channel where I just like tell stories, maybe like 30, 40 minutes to like just get those done and rendered. The stuff that takes me the longest is actually like Minecraft, which you think would be the easiest, but like you're, there's so much quiet bits in between like when you're actually doing stuff. Like gaming videos are the hardest to make because there's so much footage that you have to go through. So most of it is like just sitting and watching an hour worth of Minecraft to make a 10 minute video. Like you just have to watch it all. 
that's the crappiest part. So the entire workflow process uh, is usually that time-wise and like inspiration-wise, just kind of whatever you see. Like I, I'm not really too picky. Certain people are super picky with like, oh, I'm only going to react to certain trending things that I know is going to get a million views. If I think it's funny, I'm just going to watch it. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is like, how do you find that stuff? Like, how is it just like Twitter or what? Reddit. So it just it just depends. Like I I mean. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Reddit. All like I'm on a bunch of different stuff. So I get mine from a ton of different places, but like, mm-hmm. I know some people there's the subreddit cringe, like they'll just scroll through yeah. new and just get a Google docs, but like, I'll just, whatever I find a lot of the times it's Twitter. Like I'll find it on Twitter and then I'll do more research and like find mm-hmm. their YouTube channel. Like I'll see a dumb clip on Twitter and then like go find the original video is, is how yeah. most of my videos are found probably. Okay. What about the actual talking itself? So is it like a monologue off the top of your head? Most of the time you put on, you yeah. put together funny footage and just roll with the lines. I just like extend it. Like just, I'm just kind of hit record and go. Like I don't really prepare too much. You said just that extent. Does that mean yeah. you were a speech and debate with Lewis? I, I, was, uh, I was a speech and debate nerd. I was oh, so time. that's where yeah. the, the speaking comes but from. Ryan was yeah. good, though. He was super good. I was all right. I was all right. Lewis was good. He actually did hard stuff. I just kind of like flirted with soccer moms, you know? Like, that's <laughs> all I did. That's a Lewis, life skill, though. That's yeah, a life Lewis skill. Lewis knows about Works flirting out. with soccer moms. Oh, uh, do, are, you, are you into the MILFs, Lewis? We do not need to get into that on the show. <laughs> okay, we won't. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So this is something you kind of hinted at, but how long did it take for you to hit that 1 million subscribers? I know you got that 300,000 burst and you had 40,000 um, before that, but how long did it take from, I guess, putting up your first game tutorial to getting that plaque? So if you're talking about like just button? the gaming videos, probably two years, but it was like a year after I switched. So, mm-hmm. and then like I flew past a million, like I hit a million one day and like 1.1 the next day. So it was wow. kind of like million in a year from the making fun of stuff and like that the overwatch stuff after a year was just kind of like irrelevant i forgot that i did it to be honest so is there like a point where like your life changed yeah i would say honestly what really changed is like because i was in college and i I was not a giant fan and then my channel wasn't monetized like when i was doing overwatch videos i was just doing it because i like to do it i wasn't getting paid and then my friend who i collaborated with like got me into a network And, you know, I won't say a number, but like I was just blowing up at the time. I got like 4 million views in a day and just seeing the ad revenue number pop up the next day. I was like, oh shit. And I dropped out of college like the next day. I was just done. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. I couldn't take it anymore. You were at University of Utah, right? I was at uh, Southern Utah University. Okay. SUU. What were you studying? Economics. Econ. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty funny. So like, don't miss it at all. What'd your parents think? Oh, they hated it. They still really? hate it, to be honest. I just don't think they get it. It's really hard for adults to understand the concept of like, well, what if tomorrow you stop getting paid? It's like, okay, well, that's just not how it works. Like, yeah, you know, did you, they not, don't tell, really did you not tell them the number and then they're like, oh, okay, well, that's I mean, like it's different now because I've been doing it for like two years. And I mean, like, I just bought a house. Like, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. doing like my parents now are kind of off my back. But like, at first, they just thought, oh, yeah, that's great that like that was a day. But what if in a month it, you're not making money anymore? Like they just didn't really understand how like the YouTube fan base and like algorithm works. Because well, on, yeah. on that same subject about like, so how do you own, what piece of your audience can you say that you own? Because some of these like platforms can go and make a change and then you lose some of that or you could get demonetized or things like that. Do you have a like a so, separate email list or another way where you could reach people if some I mean, crazy stuff happened with YouTube? I do have like 
187,000 followers on Instagram. That's like my biggest. I have like 20,000 on Twitter. But even then, like I'm pretty family friendly. I don't really like to risk it. I don't like to, some people are edgy and like, oh, screw YouTube. I'm not trying to cause problems. I don't want to rock the boat. So I don't really get demonetized very often for a lot of people that like really screws them over. Cause if you start to get demonetized, they pull you out of recommended. I'm super family friendly. Cause I just, I'm not risking it. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've so. done well so far without yeah. having to push the line too far, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Do okay. you remember the first time you got recognized in public? So I've actually only been recognized in public once. And it well, was like right when perfect. I first blew up. <laughs> and I was at in and out And this kid just walks up to me. He's like, are you scrubby? I just said, yeah. And he just sat there and just like stared at me. And I was like, like all right. And like, he was like, like yeah, that's that? really cool. And then just walked <laughs> away. And I was like, okay, no picture, nothing. Just, that's cool. And I was like, I, I guess. So like back sure. to my double-double. Yeah. Oh, no, I did get recognized at Disneyland too. That was way cooler. Oh, so you liked Because I was like already happy. I was in a good mood. <laughs> did he take a picture with you or what? Yeah, I did. He did take a picture. That one was cool. But like the in and out one was kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it's because my fan base like isn't where I usually am. Like my fan base is younger. Like it's, I don't really go hang outside of like middle schools. Like that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't just, I don't get recognized. The question we had for you was like, do your main demographic, is it that like middle school audience or high school or? Probably like end of middle school, like start of high school. Like, I don't really know if there's a ton of like, and actually ever since I've been doing 90 day fiance moms, a lot of middle-aged women. Like a lot. It's like a weird amount. So Lewis, if you do need the hookup, I got you. Like if oh, that geez. is like my mom listens to this, bro. I'm sorry. My mom loves 90 day fiance. You wanna you wanna jump into that? That was my next questions anyway, was uh getting into some of your your videos, your little your series, five minute crafts, ninety day fiance. Let's let's dive into that a little bit. So what is ninety day fiance and, and what's what's so, so funny about it? It's like this reality show where it's usually it's like Americans getting married to people from other countries, but it's couples that like just don't make a lot of sense. Like it's like a 65 year old, very overweight woman from like Georgia and some like ripped model from Nigeria. And you're like, okay, come like, so come on, this is just funny. And like, they just, they, they fight all the time and like, they, they don't get along at all. Like you don't even understand how they thought this was going to work, how they were going to get married. Cause like they get there and they don't know each other's last names. Like it's There's just like a language barrier. And it's, like, yeah. it's insane. And so it's super easy to make fun of and like it's just it's super easy to make fun of you don't really have to try the jokes make themselves well, there's like, this instant contrast right like with all yeah. with all of it this. Yeah, exactly like it's 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 just and it's so entertaining to watch you can't help but just get sucked in because you're like oh my god there's no way it gets dumber and then it does and you're like <laughs> how how are these people this dumb you know? how do you sign up for that that's always that's the I other think. thing too like if you're doing something that dumb that you know has a really low success rate why sign up for it well, just what steps do you have to go through in life? Like what has to happen to where you're like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this TLC show. And just where, send it. Yeah, and just send it like yeah. publicly yeah. for the world to see. Like, no, and then like the people on the show too, are they're not very good at handling their fame. Like they, the criticism that they get, like they can't take it. Like they just <laughs> snap and they're mean. So it's like, they're not even, you don't feel bad making fun of them because like they're not nice, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like there's, there's one guy, he's like left his girlfriend on the side of the road in like the middle of a town. And you're like, well, I don't feel bad for making fun of this dude now because like clearly he's just kind of a jerk. 
I, I feel like you can't you can't feel bad about making fun of them when they sign they, up they to be made to fun of. Yeah, exactly. that's a lot of it too. People will be like, "Oh, you're a bully." If someone puts something on the internet willingly for millions of other people, like I don't go find a video with two views and just bully the hell out of it. Like, yeah. everything I make fun of has millions of views, and that's like. That's H3's argument when people call him a bully or like when people yeah. call him a cyber bully or no, no, no. That was Cody Co. Uh, yeah. When Jake Paul came at him and he was just like, dude, you put all this yeah. stuff on the internet. Like you can't say you, that I'm you bullying. Can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People just don't like to be criticized. And like that's just comes with the territory of being big on the internet. Like people just aren't going to like you. Some people don't like me. That's life. That's, that's how it dude, is. Dude, Lewis, when we start getting hate, I'm out. I can't, I, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be able to hate. It'll happen. But most, most hate is just really dumb too. Like that's what makes it really easy to like, just not worry about it. Like your first hate comment will be like, your hat's stupid. This podcast Bro, sucks. I've worn this hat like in every hat. episode. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> now, now every it's comment is just like, this is a dumb hat. <laughs> this is the only hat I have. You got to up the hat game, Lewis. Come on. It yeah. fits you, dude. It, it, it looks good. You just got to keep up the hat game. Okay, we can go talk hat shopping right, off, right. The, off the air. Off the air. <laughs> uh, what about what about five minute crafts? Who are they? I made a video on them because they were like really big, and then it banged. So I just kept making them. It just got a lot of views. So, so. it's like a life hack channel that's terrible yeah. life hacks. Yeah, yeah. So like they make these life hack videos, and then they just are really dumb. Like it's like, oh, if you want to reuse a bottle of shampoo. If you have a pair of scissors, you can make flip-flops out of it. And it's like, why would I want to make flip-flops out of my shampoo bottle? Like, that just makes no sense. It's just a lot of those. And they have like 100 million subscribers. Like, insane amounts of views. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bigger than PewDiePie, I think. Like, view-wise, every what? month. So, I don't know who's watching like their videos. One, is it like one, like group of people that's doing it or because so like i see all that anonymous. stuff on yeah like, exactly nobody really knows who's behind it but they have a ton of whoever's doing it is easily making like millions and millions of dollars a month minimum but like nobody knows who it is they own Dude, like 30 much, channels with life hacks how much do you think pewdiepie makes a month with merch and everything included i it, it would blow my mind if he wasn't clearing like 10 million dollars a month i would be flabbergasted because i know at peak logan paul was doing over 10 million a month he said that, that on his podcast so is insane yeah he's been doing it for years he's been the he's been the i mean who else sense. has been on top of a platform for that long like yeah yeah and i even I, think a, a lot of like most people don't understand YouTube money. Like they don't get it. Like they don't understand how to calculate it. And they're either way off. People are like, oh, PewDiePie's a billionaire. No, he's not. But, oh, does he make like $10,000 a month? Like, okay, come on. People are, yeah. when most people guess what YouTubers make, they're either insultingly low or like just out of reality high. Like I've had people yeah. be like, I know you make a million dollars a month. And I'm like, I wish. I really, really wish, but when you Google it, it it'll give you like a range that's yeah. just it's like from ten thousand to five million a month. Yeah, or something. you're like, yeah, yeah. But like, do you ever watch Graham Stephan? Yes, because he he kind of peeled back the layers on that, but like unlike anybody his, else, you can't take his stuff at face value though, because the way that the algorithm works when like assigning ads is it's dependent upon what your video is about. So because he's a financial channel, he has way higher CPMs. Like he gets paid way more because companies are willing to pay more to put their ads in front of people they know have money. So yeah, his information is like super inaccurate because mm. he's just such a rare channel that's in like such a niche that has such a high advertiser rate. Yeah, yeah, if, I think if all the people about, watching it are yeah. investors and exactly. they're buying like hedge funds through his videos, exactly. then it's so, like they can spend a ton for per click. So Yeah, exactly. 
Well, that's just like that's not something I've ever thought of. About you know the easiest way to make money online is to tell people how to make money online. Uh, absolutely, and it's because of that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That's one of the questions Kyle and I are trying to answer this podcast: how to make money online. We're working on it. There's a lot of ways. Yeah, There's a lot of ways. I just think people are people making money online isn't hard. People are just lazy and like just don't have the follow through so many people are like i'm gonna be a youtuber and then they make like five videos well i don't have a million subs so i quit it's like i had to make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos till i got lucky like it's not the follow-through i think is what is really like the most important part of that like yeah if you just keep going with anything like eventually you'll find your niche and And you'll you'll get better yeah you're gonna suck when you make your first youtube video i'm sure your Mm -hmm. first show if you go back and listen to it now you'd be like that was rough yeah we've been actively talking about just redoing it but i can try to (laughs) see like but but it's your first don't delete it it's your first show you gotta keep it that's what i keep telling lewis but he's like in five years it won't matter it'll still be five years ago and i'm like dude it's it's I don't like, know. Your first video has to suck a little bit. Like my sucks, first video, it sucks. Funny. Kyle's phone goes off in like three seconds, and I'm like, "Bro, you didn't silence it," and we just kept that in there. <laughs> you know why not? It's authentic. It's authentic. Yeah, that's. I, I like the authentic content. I really like when like everything's not super polished. There's a certain level YouTubers get to where like they just stop being relatable at all, and I think that's that's when ca- careers really fall off. Like if you that's look at most have- YouTubers they hit a point where the relatability is like rice gum. He's not living in his mom's basement, like making diss tracks anymore. He's in a $10 million house with all these famous people being a supermodel. And you're like, just not relatable anymore. It's like Emma Chamberlain. She's like the best example of that. I think to me, because like she was the most relatable person to her audience of anyone. Like, Mm -hmm. because she's like 16 and like talking to 16 year old girls and she's like quirky or whatever. And now she lives in LA in like an edge house with this crazy pool. Beautiful view, like, yeah. She's got coffee brands and clothes she's and selling. I like, think that's like one thing I've thankfully avoided is because I, it's not like a lifestyle channel for me. It, people haven't really noticed a change. Like, I mean, my lifestyle has changed, obviously. Like, I'm, I'm not a broke college student anymore. But like, I still just making fun of stuff doesn't really change. And that's why I think when you look at the people who have the long careers, like, jacksepticeye guy or like those gaming guys playing video games doesn't really change regardless of what house you're in you know you can still yeah. be the same person but like it's hard for a vlogger to stay relatable because like it's their lifestyle and their lifestyle is going to change when you're famous yeah, exactly i think that's interesting like i wonder if people are making that decision now it's like when they're starting their YouTube channel, it's like, what, what decisions can I make to make myself have the most longevity? And like, yeah, you know, and I think a lot of the longevity issues too come from a lot of people like get to the point where they think they're too big to stop. They can just like upload whenever they want. It doesn't matter anymore. Uh-huh. And I've seen channels with like 10 million subs get down to like 50,000 views. Cause they take a year off and are like, well, I'm just going to go blow all the YouTube money I made. And they just get cooked by the algorithm. Yeah. They, well, and oh, YouTube hates me. No, YouTube's a business. And the business is if you're not making videos, you don't make them money. So why are they going to promote you? Like, mm-hmm. sorry. Making money on the internet is just a constant grind. Like you really can't take time off, which is why it's also so high on burnout. Like a lot of creators get burnt out because you can't take a break. I think you've chosen a sustainable craft though, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, I, just, I just kind of fell into it. I didn't really like, kind of banking it. on like humanity continuing to do dumb things. Basically, yeah. And like as long as that continues, you yeah. have material. And I think 
something else is like my ego doesn't get hurt from the fact that my my views are kind of down like i don't get a lot of views compared to my sub count but i'm still a full-time youtuber so because like a lot of youtubers when the views go down they kind of they spiral real hard real hard like yeah. fussy tube you guys remember that oh dude yeah i was such a big fan of fussy tube when i was like yeah i don't know like 15 he was one of the first people on youtube that i really got to and I like yeah. I watched his videos every day for a straight year, like for real. I watched mm -hmm. him move into that apartment with that big speaker. Got and his then, assistant, and then and his then, channel fell off and just crazy. Dude, his like he lost his mind. Actually, well, imagine like having ten million people telling you they love you, and then all of a sudden it's like you snap your fingers and everyone's like, "I hate you," and all, oh. overnight that's and that's it, scary. Dude, like the James Charles thing. It's the same thing. It's scary. That was crazy. Yeah. But can you answer this though? What was his addiction? Do you know? I'm pretty sure it was like a combination of like Adderall and something else. Because you no, played that's a, that up in every single video. Wait, so yeah. it's like a real thing, like Adderall and something else. It can be like really bad for you or something. Oh, dude, a bunch of YouTubers have had like Adderall issues, like oh, a bunch, because they it's it's a focus drug. So they like they'll just stay up for like weeks at a time on Adderall, and like just yeah yeah Jeez. it's weird like if you look up like youtuber adderall like a bunch pop up tons of them interesting it's weird you're gonna some behind the scenes stuff that i've yeah. not thought of known of or heard of so that's pretty cool nah, if you, <laughs> that's terrible just, yeah i mean it sucks but like youtuber youtube youtube's youtuber's mental health is kind of on the, on the on the down yeah, have, have you met anybody through youtube that you're friends with now like oh, other youtuber tons, friends tons of people i mean really? most of my happen? friends now are youtubers so a lot of the times it's like when i first was kind of coming up that the commentary community is what it's called was still kind of coming back because like leafy had quit and everybody had quit cody co wasn't as big as he is now like everybody was still smaller mm -hmm. so the community was still new so when i was new everybody like was small and just got along and was like trying to learn and stuff so now i think it's harder to meet people as much i just happened to fall into like the right community at the right time when everybody was small yeah you so, kind of like came up with everybody yeah a lot of people that i was like racing to ten thousand subs are at just like millions of subs now like a lot of people that i knew when i was really small just happened to keep getting big because this so community cool. was small yeah and they all stay consistent yeah with their production yeah. Mm -hmm. God, we gotta so remember like, that. What do you guys like talk about? You just like, man, I uploaded so many videos this week. Like, so I mean, a lot of it's YouTube because like you, you work yeah, together yeah. and stuff. But like at this point, I've known some of these people for like three, four years. Uh -huh. So it's it's more like a lot yeah. of friends. Yeah, some of my closest friends are just YouTube friends because like yeah. my schedule is really weird. It's hard to have friends like my age because you guys have like classes and college, and I wake up at like noon because I stay up all night editing videos. Like it's just it's hard to have time and like, I yeah. have to make videos every day. Like, you know, I can't. Are you friends with the guy? He's like, his name's like A to Z or something like that. And he makes videos with his girlfriend, man. I think I'm just getting this name wrong. My bad. I'm gonna that does not sound it. familiar. I have no idea what guy was talking <laughs> a about. Idea. It's a Tozy. Oh, a Tozy. Yes. Yeah. A Tozy and I are good friends. Yeah. A to Z. No way. Dude, a to Z. I love that guy. A Tozy is super cool. Wait, like, what's really he cool do? Dude. I'm not familiar with him. S same stuff. Kind of just makes fun of stuff. But like more like the trending news stuff. Like he was uh -huh. kind of okay. internet drama. Yeah. He's he, a really cool dude. His um like videos were getting recommended recommended to me so hard for like a year. He did a video with Graham Stefan. So if you watch him a lot, that's probably why. That's probably it. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
because mm-hmm. I love Graham Stephan. Nah, but uh, that, oh, what are you saying, Lewis? I was going to ask about your backup channel next, or whatever you call it, Scrubby Two. I have like I have three, I think. You have a backup, Scrubs. and then it was like a trash can or something. I yeah, call. yeah. So my second channel, I started a year after my first channel, and that one has a million subs now. And I just like tell stories. And so, what do you mean, can you? What do you mean by tell stories? Like about what? Like, just just like my life, or yeah. like cool stuff I find online. Like, okay. whatever. People will send them in now, too. Like that's if I nice. School. So, I just tell stories every day. It's nothing too crazy. And then I have a third one now that I think is, like, 60,000 subscribers. And that's just, like, Minecraft and gaming because I play a lot of video games, so I might as well upload it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Does that help with, like, is that part of your creative process, kind of being able to do different things and separate them? Honestly, between it Between the different channels? It, it just or? makes it able where, like, I can do more of what I want. Before, when I only had one channel, it was like I couldn't make a video on something that wasn't trending or like wasn't going to get a lot of views because that was my only income. And if it didn't work out, like if a video didn't do well, like that sucked. That really, it made a big difference. And I was also smaller at the time. So, and then the second channel took off and like now I can just kind of do what I want. I don't have to post every day on all the channels. I don't Mm -hmm. have to do stuff that I don't want to do because I've just kind of like spread out the income a little bit and having multiple channels getting views, obviously helps and like they help each other grow a lot because they're not in the same genre so as i get viewers from one they go to the other so i get a lot of cross traffic which helps in the algorithm the more you have people stay on youtube for longer the more you get recommended so if i have them start on one channel and then go to my other one and stay there for longer and like it but both of them get a benefit and then the backlog of videos that you've already created are making money Mm -hmm. every day too so like Mm -hmm. the more videos you have the more like compound interest you're gaining. exactly it's basically yeah. just compounding as long as you keep uploading you just can't let that momentum stop yeah have you ever gotten any sort of trouble for making a video i had someone try when i was in college someone tried to get me expelled because i made a video about them oh. called the called the cops at my school i got called in for like harassment they said i was harassing them they didn't even go to the school so like i don't even know what they really would have done about it but they were saying that i was like harassing them online and the cop was like, what do you do? So I had to explain to the cop that I was like, oh, I just made fun of them. He's like, why? And I was like, ah, just felt like it. The cop was kind of <laughs> like, that's kind of mean. And I was like, yeah, I guess. So that was awkward. But Wait, so was it just like, trouble. what does that mean? Like you made a YouTube video like about some random person or? I, it was like some random. So I made a video. It was like some music video some kid made that had like, 30,000 views and at the time I only had like 40,000 subscribers like it was it was about even like it had about the same amount of views as my sub count and I made a video and like part of the skit in the video was I left a comment saying some joke and like from that they went to my channel found an IRL French channel found a comment from me on their videos from my real name and then like went found my Twitter found what school I went to called the school and like they made fun of my kid he's harassing him and yeah they were a little bit crazy they went deep they, they went, went deep. for you they went yeah. deep and that's why i was kind of like I, I almost stopped making fun of people after that but i was like ah oh, fuck it well, that was just thank god person. you didn't yeah, right well, people are gonna be crazy like yeah, yeah it's gonna happen but have you ever had to make an apology video I, I feel like none of my none of my takes are like that controversial so no uh, i'm pretty yeah. not if i do what? have controversial takes like i just keep my mouth shut yeah, what if, a, what if a couple stays together and works out? Are you going to apologize to them? No. 
<laughs> no, I'm gonna say, listen, thanks for the views. Appreciate Dude, you. Good apology luck. videos get a lot of video or a lot of views. The only problem is with apology videos is I feel like once you're in that sphere of drama, you can't get back out. Yeah, like, now it's like now there's an the, expectation anytime you make any misstep that you're gonna apologize you're for apologizing it. or like then people are focusing on your missteps too. Like right now, like no one really pays attention to me because I haven't done anything. But like once you fuck up once, everybody's eyes are on you. That's why like the makeup community is so screwed. Because it's so dramatic all the time that anytime anybody messes up a little bit, it's the end of the world. They don't care, though. They make so much money. You, I, James Trials probably lost a lot of money from that, like, couple days where he lost four and a half million subscribers in, like, two days. Yeah, that was crazy. That probably hurt. But, yeah, the makeup gurus are the richest YouTubers for sure, by far, by, like, a massive margin. Yeah. Yeah. By a lot, right? By a lot. A lot, a lot. So, what are you? What What are your goals for the channel, like moving forward? Like, do you, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing forever. Like, that's not a question. But like, yeah, what do you think it could morph into? I mean, you're gonna um, be wrong, but like, I mean, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm probably gonna like just try to ride the wave. I think for me, it's it's more about making different channels than it is about like changing one channel. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten into niches that are pretty timeless. So it would be. Like if I was a vlogger, you kind of have to change the vibe. Like reaction videos have been popular since the beginning of time. They're always going to be popular. I might not get as many views. It'll always be worth it to make them. Mm -hmm. Story time videos, like people are never going to get tired of stories. You know, like I might run out of stories, but I'll always have people sending me crazy stuff. There'll always be crazy stuff going on. So, and then the gaming channel, I'll just play whatever's popular. Like that's going to obviously have to change. That that makes sense. Just switch to new games. But like, and then outside of that, you know, that maybe new channels i have no idea i have no clue but i'm just gonna ride the wave. you heard it here first scrubby's making new channels that's the plan but like (laughs) i'm gonna ride the wave it's probably not gonna last forever i'm gonna enjoy it as long as it lasts so that's all i can really do if you would have told me like three years ago where i'd be right now i wouldn't have believed you so i'm not gonna try to say like what's gonna be going on three years from now because i have no idea yeah maybe i'll be a makeup youtuber that's i'll get the big bucks that's 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 an idea that's an idea could do it combine it with video games or like aren't there some video games like toka hair salon or something you know the iphone game that's what you got it jeffrey star needs to make an app it needs lewis and kyle to help him market it and then you guys got to get that because that's genius if you got an app where like you could pick the makeup of somebody going on and sold it to one of those makeup youtubers i'm not following the whole pitch okay so like you know those apps technically like Back Dude, in the day to... where people would like play those Barbie games where they would like dress them and stuff. Yeah. Like they were addicted to it. Imagine something like that where like you could take a picture of yourself and like put on the different makeup and like see what the different stuff from the palettes would look like. Bro, I'm pretty sure they have those. Bro. Well, I'm not a makeup person, so I wouldn't Bro, know. All it takes is building one and then selling it as <laughs> a them. Yeah. as a Jeffree Star. Or, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Jeffree Joe. Star, like beauty, whatever. No, yeah. who's the person that hated James Charles? Like, Tati. Yeah, Tati them two together, yeah. yep. like their app. Yeah, what's well, well, like how David Dobrik put out that what's like the Kodiak, whatever it's called, like a, a Fujifilm app, where it's just like oh yeah, the the Polaroid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's like there have been Polaroid apps forever, and he's just like, like I'm David Dobrik, and that. I made a Polaroid app, and everyone's like, oh shit, whoa. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what do you everything. What do you think about him, David Dobrik? Man, I, I gotta respect it. Like, absolutely. You can't, you can't. He's, he's a celebrity now. He's made it out of the realm of YouTube. Like I wouldn't even, he's a YouTuber, but like, he's, he's like Will Smith on YouTube. They're not YouTubers anymore. They're just famous. Yeah. He's like, I, I wouldn't call him an A-lister, but 
he's, he's pretty kind close. of an a-lister yeah. i think like for like our generation he's an a-lister for i think sure. so for sure. Yeah. for sure he's so relevant among mm-hmm. our generation so i i think he's an a-lister at least for our age demographic uh-huh. like you ever met anyone from that community or no dirty or uh, dirty dom and i have <laughs> yeah he follows me on instagram we've texted a couple times he's a cool dude <laughs> that's awesome yeah and that's, that's pretty funny that group nobody else i haven't Dude. really been to like la and stuff because every youtuber that goes to la goes crazy so i just kind of avoid it that's, that's smart yeah stay yeah. away yeah let's plan a trip to la three of us oh, i don't happens. know we're gonna come back like with our crazy. gucci hats on like in uh, our our designer shades and be like this is dumb we're moving back we're gonna blow you, it. you could make fun of us yeah we're just all gonna go crazy uh, we're gonna foosy tube it oh no mm-hmm. you ever uh do you know the channel casually explained y- yes do you know like you know of them or you know them? No, I don't like know them. I know okay. of them. That channel's sick. Yeah, you should, you should get a collab there. I don't totally know. It's like similar speed but like animated. I don't know. It's a great channel. That's yeah. that's my one plug. Yeah, Kyle's Dude, been hitting all these names. He's see, but I think we've learned that Kyle is the cool one because he's like dropping all these like you know vloggers and stuff, and you're like, yeah. I know this channel that explains nah, things. Dude, Lewis <laughs> just been, Lewis has been reading for three years. I know. Uh, I've been watching YouTube videos. I know, like Matt Diavella, Thomas Frank. You know the uh, productivity oh YouTube. Yep, That's like yep. a whole different different game, though. Speaking of Frank, you know Filthy Frank at least. I've heard of Phil. Yeah. Uh, don't watch oh, a lot of his you, videos. You've but... heard, well, I mean, he doesn't make videos anymore. He's Joji now. You know the musician Joji. Yeah, no. oh, he's, he's got I-dubs a couple TV. of banger songs. Yeah, iDubs. Yeah. He's in the iDubs gang, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I told I- you Lewis really was out here. He, Man. He, he wanted to stay on brand with the productivity YouTubers. But yeah, he, he, was, he was hoping for it. He was yeah. like, no Filthy Frank, though. Probably <laughs> probably a good idea to not endorse Filthy Frank videos on your productivity podcast. I would. That's probably a good call, Lewis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll give you that. What advice other than just keep going? would you give to people who are getting started on YouTube? Look at your videos and honestly ask yourself if anyone would want to watch it. Cause like I, sometimes people will, Oh, this is this video I've been grinding. Why is no one watching my video? And like, I'll go to their channel and it's like call of duty, modern warfare episode 756 (laughs) with no thumbnail. And they don't talk for the first two minutes of the video. And I'm like, you can post this all day. It's garbage. No one's going to watch it. I'm sorry. Like if your videos, are objectively just unwatchable no one's gonna watch them but how do you objectively look at yourself and you know you're putting it out into the world yeah like you think that it's good as a prerequisite i mean but there is sometimes where i see these videos and i'm like you do not think that this is good like look look at other people's videos in that genre you're in and be like okay this is what their thumbnails look like this is what the titles are those kind of probably never be successful though you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if they're that tone deaf. Yeah. Well, like, I, I think, and then you also just have to have fun with it. Like if you try to get into entertainment as like, Oh, it's just a job. And like, it's going to come off in your videos that you hate your life and you don't want to do this. Like mm-hmm. it's really obvious. You ever seen those Twitch streamers, the clips of the Twitch streamers where they're like, if you can't donate, get out of my chat. If you can't pay, I don't care. And like it gets clipped and goes viral. Yeah. Cause it's really obvious when somebody just, does not like their job and so if you're not having fun making the videos why would anyone have fun watching the video you know that's a good heuristic for same thing if we're not having fun recording an episode of the podcast we're not having fun if you wouldn't watch your own podcast like why would anyone else exactly i've listened to a few episodes so So, so i guess that's how you can be objective with yourself is like watch your video honestly and like if you are if you're like ah okay this kind of boring then it's probably boring and you should redo it 
man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry I mean, about looking at yourself in the mirror. You know what I mean? I, no one, because like that's the other thing too. If you're making videos or making a podcast, none of your friends are gonna be honest with you and tell you if it sucks. That's I'm true. sorry. That's a fact. That's like a fact. you gotta be a you gotta analyze yourself because no one's gonna be honest and tell you that what you do sucks. Even if you ask for honest criticism, no one's gonna give it to you until you get big enough to where people just don't know you and don't care. Yeah. Oh, and at yeah. that point, it's like not even real criticism. It's just yeah. like I hate you. That's just hate. Because I hate yeah. you. Yeah. Huh. It's rough. Damn. Okay, I like that. So we've thrown out a lot of names here of YouTubers, but if you could give like top five people that you watch, who, who I, are you throwing out there? See, it's hard. For me. I don't watch a ton of YouTube anymore because it's like my job. Like it's just, I because mm-hmm. you know even David you gotta Dobrik, separate your personal life and yeah. your work life. So like even David Dobrik is super funny, but like when you make videos all day, a lot of the stuff that you see, you know, you're like, oh okay. Yeah, that's the eighth time they've recorded that. You can tell because of da, 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 da. and so it's just you kind of break it down and like just destroy the content because you make mm-hmm. it all day, so you understand like what a YouTuber is doing or you know like oh wow this video is ten minute and one second they didn't want to make this today because that's the bare minimum to get paid extra. So like you can just <laughs> there's a lot of stuff for like as a YouTuber that just makes videos not as enjoyable. You know. Or, so uh, what are some of your uh, outlets for entertainment besides games or is it mostly i, I play a lot of video games i really yeah. like you know, what are you like playing Netflix. these days a lot I've, I've been recently like really into minecraft again i don't know why it's just a time vacuum i really like everything competitive like competitive shooters all that stuff anything competitive i'm really into dude um, when i was 11 i was like i was the most obsessed with with minecraft of anybody that i think i've ever met i, I was really minecraft overweight a fun game man dude, and, i've like, been deep in the I rabbit spent, hole I spent like 31 days out of two months playing Minecraft. That's and impressive. By the end That's of it, I had convinced the, this like big server at the time. I, this was before like, this is like still in beta. It was like 1.4 or something like that. Yeah. And I convinced this, the, the admins of the server that I was like 30 years old. Oh, and they, no. they made me like they made me like king of the server. I feel like every kid who grew up on the internet has lied about their age. Like, all the time yeah, like yeah. It's just these one kids that i was like 20 and then i kept up the story for like four years like I, I like fake graduated college like it was like because i was so deep i was like shit <laughs> i can't back out now and i was like 14 i met him That's when i was hilarious. like 10 yeah it was rough it yeah was rough. i don't so talk my, to him anymore but like if you're out there mine I, ended by me just like stop like not going there anymore and mm-hmm. then i went back to the server like three years later and okay. uh, i like tried to say something to somebody and they were like dude, who are you? And someone was like, dude, that's Moyo. He's like 30. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I, that's like, I feel like Minecraft was just such a, a pop culture. Like, It's not over though at it's all. It's not over. It's it coming back. back. It came back. But it came like, back. Man, Minecraft. I, I think the only thing I've ever seen be that crazy since is like Fortnite in terms of yeah. hype. But like Minecraft. My cousin, just, like his full-time job is making like Minecraft DLC really that's super cool he works for everbloom i don't know why don't we get him on the podcast yeah you should get him on here i'd watch that he's like a programmer for yeah minecraft stuff that's how well i know his job he's probably like like, i don't want to talk about minecraft yeah i mean he probably does though because (laughs) if he works for minecraft it's probably a passion yeah yep man y'all are making me want to go play minecraft yeah right (laughs) just like just make a farm yeah 
Kyle and I just have like our podcast history. It's like episode 20, we pivot into just becoming gamers. Gamers. <laughs> it's going to, in retrospect, like you're going to pass PewDiePie. People are going to be like, remember that weird podcast they made? <laughs> For like 18 episodes, yeah. and like a few entrepreneurs, a few professors, and then yep. they're just like, got sucked into minecraft just straight to minecraft just yep. videos of me mining that's what i was the most obsessed with was i would just mine for diamonds all day Dude, minecraft just, i wanted diamonds so bad i was yeah. like you were crazy hustling. about it yeah you were like the gary v of minecraft you're like i just grind all i do is grind <laughs> exactly no fun <laughs> that's so funny so uh, this is something you told us a little bit about but what's like your daily schedule now is this like a full-time job where you do like a 40-hour week or like you do like a seven Seven days a week, you wake up, bust ass for three hours, and then just like, I wouldn't fill. And it, I, it seems like your work kind of like some of your leisure becomes your work. Yeah, I really like. I love what I do, so like I don't really track how much. Yeah, I, that it's, makes it's sense. Probably a lot. Like it's probably, in terms of like just researching and like thumbnail design, that's the stuff that takes me the most now. Like recording is the easiest part, of like finding stuff to talk about. And then editing, and then obviously there's just a lot of like merch and backend stuff like tags, video descriptions, probably like 90 hours a week if I was going to like count it and compile it. But yeah. it's so broken down. Like I'll start in the morning for three hours and then like I'll go work out and then like I'll do tags for 20 minutes and then go shower. So it's just kind of random. Like it's just whenever it gets done. I don't really track it. 90 hour work week. That yeah. Is, that is intense, dude. And then like, does, I guess, do you include the Minecraft gameplay in that 90 hours? Yes. That would have to, cause it's recording. It's different when you're recording when you're playing for leisure. Cause like you have to be on when you're recording. It's just, yeah. Like after a long day of recording, sleeping feels great. And then some days like I'll just record for eight hours and send it to an editor. Some days it's like eight hours of just changing tags on old videos. It just depends. It's just whatever needs to get done. I don't really have like a schedule. Yeah, you self-manage everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, a- one thing that we didn't ask you that I want to ask before we before we wrap up is like, what did it feel like for you when you got three hundred thousand subscribers in one? Like, you know that that YouTube is can like change your life. You yeah. know it can make you a bunch of money. Like, you you're obviously trying to get there. Like, what what goes through your mind when you like? It just doesn't even feel real. Like I remember having the live counts on my phone, just like watching it like spiral upwards when you could still watch them go up live and just being like, I didn't even speechless. That's all you can really do is you're like, whoa, because the number just goes so fast. Like I was gaining 500 subscribers a second, just flying up and you're like, holy cow, I had 3000 subscribers like a month ago. This is crazy. It doesn't even feel real. It really feels like you're going to wake up and it's going to be like a joke. Cause it's just so surreal, especially after you've made like 800 videos. Cause I uploaded for like 400 days straight before I blew up. So I was just like, it's never going to happen. But yeah, that's a, that's a so quote good. I read uh, in the book I'm reading right now. It's traffic yeah. secrets. It's a book about getting traffic on the internet. And the quote is, yeah. you know, if you uh, publish a piece of content every day for a year, you'll never worry about money again. Was the quote. Yeah. You think like there's I was- truth to that? I think it depends on the content. Like it's just like, or sometimes it's just oversaturated. You can make a million Minecraft videos, but the only reason I get any traffic is because I already have a fan base coming in. Like if you yeah. tried to start from zero subscribers and grow naturally in the Minecraft, Minecraft space, like good luck. Even after yeah. a year, good luck. It's not going to happen. You know, it's just that's a good point. Field. Yeah. Or even now, like a lot of the 
a lot of fields on YouTube are just oversaturated. We don't need more makeup gurus. Yeah, people probably say, me and Lewis have heard that that we don't need any more podcasts, but here we are. No, but I think like if you have a niche in mind, that's fine. Like if you're like, we're just going to make a podcast where we talk about bro stuff. It's like, all right. There's a lot of bro podcasts. There's a lot of bro podcasts. Kyle and I are still in that discovery phase a little bit of the niche. We've kind of like, branded it or in our heads try to brand it as like answering like first of all it's a representation question yeah where yeah. like the big podcasters like gary v and all these other people in the success entrepreneurship space they're like 40 and already successful so mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of hard for they're all like talking about principles and all this from like a retrospect perspective Nobody's like, like learning as they go type exactly so that's yeah. kind of like where we're yeah. trying to put ourselves yeah. in is like we're like trying to be in the same category but we haven't actually been successful yet but yeah. like we're bringing on people who have and i think it forms a different dialogue from bringing on gary v who's mega successful bring on someone else who's mega successful talking about success versus yeah. just like kind of a younger person looking up to someone who's done something yeah. great and being like how did you do it what would you advise yeah. in my position but that's still pretty broad but general ideas of like making I think money it's off good. the internet. Yeah, that's, there you go. That's, I think that's, so. I think that alone friends, is just like a friends. different perspective. And then so. <laughs> yeah. Lewis is like digital uh, marketing, like writing on the internet. He's very good at writing. And like, I'm pretty passionate about real estate and that's kind of what I think about. So there's some I'm, like central themes. So there's like yeah. some central yeah. ideas of where we want to go. But we definitely have not found our like eat hot wings at an increasingly hot. But level. I just feel like that stuff finds you though. Like you, it's just going to happen. Like your niche is just going to, you're going to make a podcast one day in like the right situation and it's just going to, it's going to work out. Like if you have a general idea of where you're going in a general roadmap, that's all you can really do is just I, follow I, it until I think it, was, I think it was this one talking to you. We're only going to interview commentary YouTube. Yeah, there you go. Just get Cody code next. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if we had any other specific questions for you. You, I mean, we really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like, in my opinion, we had a more natural dialogue than we've had in some other conversations. Just, I don't oh, know, I like the, the flow of conversation. I really I like appreciate to think it. I'm good at talking. Yeah, but, it's, you know. it's your career. Yeah. I had a question here, like, do you think speech and debate helped with your channel? And I'm like, of course it did. Like, yeah, absolutely. You, you, see, you, you use I also, the word extemp is, is like, in like the first answer to a question. At you gave the us. same time, though, Lewis, I was thinking about this because I knew you were going to ask this. I don't know I, if it like did you know that makes, because you read the outline or because you assumed yeah, I'd ask it? Both. Okay. I think okay, both. Okay, but like, okay, okay. I also think it 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 just makes the skills you're already naturally at better. Like, I don't know if you're just somebody that's just a horrible speaker, if it would like make you good enough to be a full-time YouTuber, but like, like you, somebody who's already like pretty good at speaking, it just hones those skills. But I wouldn't say like, Hey, if you want to be a YouTuber, join speech and debate 100%. Like do policy. I mean, if you want to get better at talking, definitely, it definitely helps. But like, well, I'm getting better at talking by podcasting. See, like just anything where you have to talk a lot is going to help. It's just yeah. debate happened to be the thing that like made me talk a lot. One more question for you that isn't written down. Lewis doesn't know about it. It's I saw a statistic recently and it said that the number one response when asked of like seven to 15 year olds about what they wanted to be when they grew up was a YouTuber. YouTuber. What do you think about that? I think, I think it's, it's a lot like saying you want to be a musician. It's I, as much as I would love to tell kids, Hey, like drop out of college, be a YouTuber. Like I got very lucky and I only dropped out after I had already made it. So don't, you know, I'm going to be a YouTuber. You can, you can work really hard and like best of luck, but have a backup plan. Cause it's like, 
I'm going to be a famous musician. You can be the most talented musician in the world, but if your song isn't catchy, like right place, right time, every, every person or every job that's like famous people, it's, it's 90% luck. Like you already have to be talented. You already have to have these things on your side, but it's a lot of luck. So don't, don't be like, I'm going to be a YouTuber. That's it. I'm not going to college. I'm not going to take high school seriously at all. Cause I'm going to be a YouTuber. Cause that's it kids drop out, ruin yeah. your high school career. Yeah. Go for it. We believe in you. You've got this. Oh. No worries. 100%. You can do it. That's what scares me about some of these like advice podcasts. I'm like, oh, I don't know if everyone should drop out of college. Gary V like, I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's great advice. Like some people should probably go to college and that's okay. That's all right. Maybe you can uh, make a Ryan's life advice channel. You're, you're in the ear of Sony middle schoolers. Yeah. And just like I, you're in the ear of Sony yeah. middle schoolers. Oops. Yeah. Bad sentence, but that's a horrible sentence. I'm not Kevin Spacey, but like, you know. but on, I mean, you do have a lot of impressionable young people that mm-hmm. tend to listen to everything you say. So I don't know if you'd want to go in that direction or not. It might be off brand, honestly, being yeah, all, just, all of a sudden getting serious. I, I don't really know but, if like I would consider myself smart enough to give advice. Like I, it works for me, but Scrubby's guaranteed know. path to YouTube yeah. fame. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a 21 year old man. I'm kind of. Oh yeah! Happy birthday, by the way. We both Thank celebrated you. that recently. Yeah. Hey, how was like, yours? Do you remember it? Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> Kyle nice. and I are doing a challenge. Where we're not drinking uh, for oh, like okay. the next 75 days. Or well, it was a 75 days. You were willing challenge. to do that on your 21st birthday. That's impressive. That's some self control. I don't know if I'd have been able to do I that. I mean, I knew at the beginning that the Las Vegas trip was closed in that 75 day window. Okay. That's true. Or like that's true. on my birthday. So it's like yeah. I didn't, I wasn't going to Hakkasan and like going nuts. It was like, yeah, that's true. You were like going to stay home. I was just going to black in my backyard yeah, and just yeah. drown. Like, what, you know, where's the fun of that? That's fair. That's fair. So, all right. Since you're the professional, yeah, got, can we let you I sign us off? Oh, you want me to sign it off? You're the pro. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed, be sure to follow on everywhere where podcasts can be found. Uh, Be sure to follow them on Instagram too. I don't know their uh, tags, but they'll be somewhere, I'm guessing. Follow me if you want. No no pressure. You can put mine there. If you don't want to, just like leave yours up for longer, Lewis. That's fine too. Other than that, they will probably see you next Tuesday. So be sure to turn on notifications if you're somewhere where those can be turned on so you don't miss an episode. And uh, I'll, I'll let you guys take it from there signing off nothing else to say (laughs) goodbye everybody i think we're just gonna sample that and use that in every future episode yeah go for it one final announcement here kyle and i recently created a discord which is a messaging platform for different communities and we created one for the listeners of this podcast to discuss any topics with us whether you just want to give us feedback about the show talk with us about business ideas books you're reading investment ideas, anything like that, just direct message us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we'll get back to you with a link for how to join that group. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in a week with the next episode.